on the top of the head contains brain regions involved in completing ordinary mathematical tasks like performing arithmetic and solving algebra equations, but it also houses neurons that can solve extremely complicated mathematical problems faster than a computer. For example, parietal neurons calculate the exact hand aperture and hand position required in order for us to quickly reach out and grasp a rapidly moving object, or to strike a key really fast on the keyboard while engaging with intellectually challenging text on the screen. While the parietal brain regions solve incredibly complex mathematical problems on a daily basis, most of us don't have access to the calculations or the solutions to the problems. Nor can we purposely make use of these brain regions to perform other types of calculations or to solve a different set of problems. But in rare cases, the brain undergoes a functional or structural reorganization that allows just this type of access. And it's this behind-the-velvet-ropes access to specialized brain regions that paves the way for the supermind. One key to the supermind. Many folks believe that only special brains can achieve the ultimate level of extraordinary mental ability and that excellence is an inborn talent bestowed on a select few. But it turns out that all brains have hidden superhuman abilities. We just have to use the right keys to unlock them. One such key is synesthesia. Based on our research, One of our hypotheses is that synesthesia can be the brain's way of opening up areas that we don't normally have conscious access to. To understand how this works, we'll need to know more about this fascinating condition. Synesthesia is a special way of perceiving the world, involving experiences of connections between seemingly unrelated sensations. For example... The number three may lead to a perception of copper green. The word kiss may flood the mouth with the flavor of bread soaked in tomato soup. And the key of C-sharp minor may elicit a bright purple spiral radiating from the center of the visual field. Having these colliding senses can, in rare cases, be a debilitating condition such as when all the rainbow's colors brutally penetrate the visual field of a particularly sensitive color-to-sound synesthete. Most synesthetes, however, describe their unusual sensations as pleasant. Some experience the condition as an inner art exhibit or a natural wonder. One of the best-known forms of color synesthesia is grapheme-to-color synesthesia, in which numbers or letters are seen as colored. But lots of other forms of color synesthesia have been identified, including weak-to-color synesthesia, sound-to-color synesthesia, taste-to-color synesthesia, and fear-to-color synesthesia. There are also lesser-known forms of synesthesia. In a 1913 article in the Journal of Abnormal Psychology, Neurologist Isidore Coriat described a case of colored pain, which is still considered a rare form of synesthesia. These synesthetes perceive colors as they experience pain. 
Coriat's subject was an intelligent 40-year-old woman suffering from anxiety, sleepwalking, and headaches. As far back as she could remember, she'd see different colors when she felt pain. For her, pain produced clear, distinct colors, and a certain kind of pain consistently produced a particular color. Each type of pain produced its individual and invariable color, for instance, hollow pain, blue color, sore pain, red color, deep headache, vivid scarlet, superficial headache, white color, shooting neuralgic pain, white color. The woman saw colors as masses with no recognizable shape, except when pain involved a jagged, longitudinal, or round area. The colors stimulated by this particular type of pain had a corresponding geometrical figure.